Hi, this is Adam Carolla. I want to thank you for supporting this podcast on the Corolla Digital Network. Everyone here at Corolla Digital is very proud of the shows that we put out every week and are excited about the future of our network. However, a patent troll is threatening that future by suing us. We need to fight back and beat the troll down. If we go down, all the other shows on the other networks you've grown to love are going to go down next. Visit fundanything.com forward slash patent troll to donate and find out other ways that you can help beat the patent trolls. Thank you and mahalo. This is Corolla Digital. Hey, you guys, it's me, Allison. I just want to say thank you so much for listening. If you like what you're hearing, which, let's face it, you do, tell a friend. You can listen to us all sorts of places. A couple of them would be iTunes or AllisonRosen.com. Allison Rosen, Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Allison, Allison. Hello, my little English toffee cakes. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another exciting episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. We're all here. Hello, Kaylin. Hello. Hello, Gary. <laughs> I really don't know how I feel about that. About starting with him or about the way he says hello? No, I know how I feel about the way he says hello. I feel like I just got demoted, though. But it does make, it does make clockwise right. sense. The weird thing right. is that I've never had... This feeling that I have to go to him first, like we we sit in the same places all the time, but for some reason today, I, it just feels like that's where I should go. Congratulations, Kaylin. Mm, thank you. <laughs> yeah. You could sound more excited. Thanks. Perfect. Hi, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> that says it all. Aw. What up? <laughs> hello, Matt. Hello, Allison. Hello, Chris. Hey, Boo. Hello, Jenna. Hello. And hello, listeners. All right. So, story that almost broke out before we started, and we need to talk about that. But first, I need to tell you guys about Audible.com, leading provider of premium digital spoken audio information and entertainment on the internet. Um, I'm sure that you guys are hip to listening to books instead of reading them. Don't read. I mean, do read, but read by listening. Audible is where you should go to hear tons of great stuff. I would recommend I Can Barely Take Care of Myself, Tales from a Happy Life Without Kids by Jen Kirkman, who's been on the show and whose name just came up on the Monday episode of the show with her friend and fellow comedian Sarah Colonna. With um, Audible.com, you guys can purchase individual books or for real savings, sign up for the Audible Listener Program, which gives you book credits every month for a low fee. Over 150,000 titles in every genre. You get a free audiobook and a 30-day trial today by signing up at www.audiblepodcast.com slash BFF. That's audiblepodcast.com slash BFF. Okay. So somehow presidential fitness awards came up. I was was looking at the back of Jenna's new DVD, Sorry Not Sorry, available on Amazon. Click through the banner at (laughs) AllisonRosen.com. We're all so good. On the the back of the DVD, she has the the synopsis of what it's about. And the word that popped out the most was Presidential Fitness Award. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, and I, and then so before the show started, I, I brought up okay, I I told the story about you know me and the presidential fitness <laughs> awards. Excuse me. And um, so Bless I, I you. 
Thank you. Bless you. Excuse me. Excuse me. Um, <laughs> um, so basically what the pre- Presidential Fitness Awards are, are like when you're what, in elementary school, you have to That's do a, when we had it, yeah. Yeah, series of like sit-ups, pull-ups, push-ups. I think Shuttle you, run. Yeah, you think you ran a some mile. Some kind of hang thing. Yeah, a mile. There's the 50-yard dash, I think. Yeah, and they kind of rank you. I, is it ranked or how do they? I think you I think you I think just get a benchmarks. certificate. Yeah, I think oh, benchmarks. benchmarks. You're right. You're if right. you hit the right benchmarks, you get a certain certificate. Well, yeah. that's weird because I got one. And I'm sure, <laughs> sure I didn't well, hit them. Being the fattest kid in elementary school, the Presidential Fitness Awards were the bane of my existence. Yeah. So stressful. Yes. Yeah. I used to um, – so like for instance, the mile would be we'd have to run around the parking lot like six times. And in order to, to make sure that you're telling the truth, they would take a Sharpie and mark your hand and let, until you have like six tallies. And that's how you know that you ran a mile. And I remember either I would run and then halfway through the mile, like I – because I, I would rub one of the Sharpie marks like in half, like rub out the middle so it looks like I have a – bless you, bless you, bless you. Sorry. So I have – so I have, a, so I have a, like it looks like two, two tally yeah. marks and I would do that like Smart. twice. And you know, it's like, oh, man, he runs a really fast mile, this, this kid. Uh, or I would fake asthma attacks. I, I, like that, and that's the total truth. I just hated running the mile. Like it was just – it was hell. Um, and another thing you do are, are sit-up, sit-ups like where they time how many sit-ups you can do in a minute. And I mean, I, even though I hated doing it, I'm I'm a competitor, and I you know I still went pretty hard. So I do, and I remember the first time we did it, I was doing sit ups, and I've never done ab workouts before, so my abs were so sore that day. And that's the same day that kids in my class were talking about this movie Candyman, or I, I think in the real movie, if you say Candyman a couple times in the mirror, three times, three times, what happens? Candyman appears. You, he, he appears, and he probably kills you. Um. Or someone. Nothing good's gonna go down. Yeah, it's yeah. not good. <laughs> well, cool, well, you know, in, he's in, not gonna give you flowers. In uh, in first grade folklore, it's you're gonna you get pregnant if you say Candyman three times. Yeah. Wow. And so you know, nobody would do it. And here's me being the badass that I am. I I'm like, oh guys, you guys are stupid. Watch, I'll do it. Candyman, Candyman, Candyman. And you know, oh, nothing <laughs> happened. I'm not pregnant. Oh. Matt and just around. And then. Uh, <laughs> Um, and then, you know, we do the sit-up test. My abs are super sore that day, and now I'm just freaking out. Like, my stomach is hurting, and I'm already kind of fat. And <laughs> so it's just like, shit. So I remember I went – I walked home that day and, like, went up to my mom. It's like, I'm sorry, mom. I'm pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pregnant. Great. So that's – so whenever I see presidential fitness awards, it reminds me of the time that I was pregnant. <laughs> what did your mom say? I think she's just like I, I think she's the one I who hope told it's me a boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, that uh, you know it's the it was the ab workout and that's how I learned that sit ups make your abs sore, which is why I don't do them anymore. That's not how you learn that <laughs> boys can't get pregnant. <laughs> well, I mean, this day and age, who knows now? That's so sweet. Yeah, presidential awards sucked. Oh, the worst! I never did a pull up in my whole life to this day, and. Always failed the presidential fitness award because I, I just can't do it. I can't. I have very few memories of it, which leads me to believe that it was also a traumatizing experience that I have blocked out. No yeah. kid likes it, but I mean, I, I can see Except why they do it. Except for the really like athletic the jocks, kids, yeah. yeah, yeah. And there's always a few of them. I mean, there were cheats. Like I, I probably did the girl pushups where you you do them off your knees, yeah, and you stick your probably your, would. your feet in the Pray air. <laughs> Sorry, that was mean. It was, it, it was it was better for the baby. I just remember some girls in my class who they weren't they were they weren't really picking on me. Um, they were actually kind of being like fun, supportive. But they were I think it was a shuttle run or maybe long jump, but long jump wasn't part of this. So 
Was part of was there something in the presidential awards where you'd see how far you can jump? Was that one of them? Uh huh. Oh, so and there it was, was this. a sit and reach and a jump. Oh, the sit and reach where they actually measure how yeah. far yeah. you can stretch. Yeah. So this was the jump then, and I, just, I think it was like fifth grade, and I remember this girl being like, "Michael Jackson's on the other side, Alice, and Michael Jackson's on the <laughs> other side." But the thing is, I think I'd like stopped being super into. No, no, no. I did like Michael Jackson in fifth grade. Maybe this is seventh grade. It was something where, you know, when you're that young, you can be super into something for many years. And then the next year you're like, no, I'm an adult now. I'm over that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm not making my own Michael Jackson buttons anymore, which I used to do. Oh, my God. I was yes. super. I saw a victory tour. That makes me sound really old. That's what I did in fifth grade. I saw that. Um, yeah, I was, I was super into it. But so I just remember being like, that's not going to make me get any further because I'm not into Michael Jackson anymore. Great story. You're not, wait, wait. You're not. So you, you're not in a Michael Jackson anymore? No, in seventh grade. In seventh when grade, she had, oh, was yeah. out. But what about now? No, I, I don't really. You know what? I have a feeling if I listen to Jackson 5 or old Michael Jackson, oh I it would probably back. come flooding back. It's one of the greatest songs ever written, I think. But um, the later stuff and his later just general whole everything, right. not super into. Sure. Yeah. But yeah, I really liked. Um, so that was their, like, you know, when you're a kid, like, oh, the ground's lava. Walk, walk here. That was your lava. So right. Michael Jackson's on the other side. Yes. Get to him. Yeah, it's <laughs> funny. <laughs> but, you know, they were working on a younger version of me. I'd reinvented myself. You went to a concert in fifth grade? My dad took me. So jealous. That's it was crazy. the first concert That's I ever awesome. went to, I, yeah. I wasn't in concert land until high school. Same I don't here. I probably didn't, I didn't go school. again. 10th grade. 10th yeah, grade, I, like I went 11. to a Blink-182 no, concert. 10th grade for me, too, actually. 10th grade. Oh, no. I went to a Backstreet Boys concert in 7th grade, I think. Was that your 6th grade. 7th grade, maybe. <laughs> we get Except it. Except I was younger. You're awesome. You don't have to fucking throw yeah. it in all Let's not overlook the Guys, fact that Kalen, Backstreet Boys. Kalen also has attended a Backstreet Boys concert. Wait, Kalen, have you really been to a Backstreet Boys concert? Yeah, it was the first one I went to. I was probably like 8 or 9. Wow. Did, wait, wait, oh, wait, 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 I don't Nick. even know them. You were Nick. You were Nick. He's a All Nick. Right, go. Just yeah. keep going. He's um, such a Nick. Maybe I right? a Howie. Like, Howie. 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 There's Howie. 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 I think it was Brian. He could have yeah. been a Brian, too. Yeah. Brian would say hello like you would. He would. Yeah. 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 Anyway, I went with... It was actually funny just talking about Michael Jackson. It was like Michael Jackson's entertainment lawyer's daughter. So we got to go like backstage. But at Life the concert, I was so young, Oof. and it was my first concert that I got, like, too overwhelmed by the music. And I did not enjoy the concert, and I had to, like, leave. But <laughs> you, had to leave. Was... you had to leave because they rocked too hard? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my first concert, I got a little overwhelmed by the noise and That's the lights. That's pretty young, and... yeah. Was your dad with you, too? No, it was okay. my mom and his wife. I would have tripped you balls know, to I, see the guy you know who that, helped I'm kill the Terminator at a Backstreet had, Boys concert. I had a huge Hanson phase. Growing up, and that, that's no did. joke. Like yeah, when they they've been on the show a few times, and I kind of <laughs> yeah. I kind of girled out because I was obsessed with Hanson. I'm not kidding. Like, which one? Mostly. Which one were you? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> this is my favorite question <laughs> ever. Which Hanson brother was I? I think I was Zach, the the youngest one, the drummer, just because we we're around the same age. I remember um, reading an article about them, and they described him as he was like a spaz. That's so Chris. He's <laughs> such he a spaz. Young. But, but I remember a- the first time I heard one of their songs. It was uh, Umbop, 
and it was at SeaWorld, which which I'm not a supporter now because of the Blackfish documentary. But um, yeah, I was at SeaWorld and they played Umbop, and I was like, I love this song, and um, and uh, that's where I also fell in love with Savage Garden. But I'll I'll, I'll get to that some other day. But so Hanson and I, and I, now like I, like oh, where's the love? Is a great song, and then I'm just following these. I love them. Like and it's right when the internet came out, or like where not the internet came out, but where you know going to websites was like a normal thing. So that's like a lot of hate sites, a lot of – do you remember that? There were like a ton of hate Hanson sites. It was like a big deal. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and um, – but anyways. A lot I, of I, GeoCity sites. I, I loved Hanson. Like I got there. They yeah. had an album called Middle of Nowhere, mm-hmm. and I listened to that on repeat all the time. I just – I mean they're catchy songs. And so whenever they come in here, I mean I kind of play it super cool, but I kind of nerd out a little bit too. And yeah, Umbop is a great song, and just that whole album, I used to listen to it. All the time, and so that was my backstreet. But unfortunately, I've never really been. Oh, I have been to a Hanson concert now, but when I when I was a kid, I never went. I used to beg my mom to take me to Wango Tango, and she never did. I recently heard a story from my family because my sister is a huge Backstreet Boys fan. My gosh, so many Backstreet Boys fans yeah. in this room and connected to this room. They're, well, they're a great band. Apparently, oh, I was. Because my sister has been taken to several Backstreet Boys concerts by my parents, my parents, mom and dad, have become huge Backstreet Boys oh, fans. Oh, wow. And my sister was telling me that she got into a fight with my dad because they both thought that Brian was looking at him or her. <laughs> <laughs> like, my dad was insisting that That's Brian was so looking funny. at him. And my sister was devastated. Like, she was so <laughs> mad at my dad about this. And I don't, to this day, I don't know how serious he's being about it because it's come up a few times. Well, now Thanksgiving's wildly comfortable. <laughs> yeah. How did you guys all feel about NSYNC? They were okay. NSYNC is great. No, NSYNC is a great band. I think, I mean, did they their not, songs are good. Their dancing is better. Their performances are Did they inspire the same type of fandom as Backstreet yeah. Boys? Oh, probably even more passionate. I think, yeah. um, but the reason I like the Backstreet Boys better is because they were, they're, they actually sing one. Like, they, they never did the lip syncing thing. Mm-mm. Like, they were, they're actually, like, they considered themselves the white boys to men. So, like, they actually worked in their harmonies. All of them had their different parts. Whereas NSYNC were just, like, I mean, they're great songs, too, but they were a lot more flashier. They had the better – they're better dancers. They're better <laughs> it's true. I can't – it's true. Nodding. Yeah. What? Somebody stop me. Like, my, <laughs> my relationship with NSYNC was the same as it was uh, with the Backstreet Boys. I think Gary might agree with me on this one. To me, both of those bands were no. just me. <laughs> Bye. 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 Sorry. In sorry. both okay. cases, I – to me, TRL was the way that I experienced music all oh, through high school. Oh, with Carson Daly? Oh, yes. Great yeah. show. And Absolutely. so to me, Backstreet Boys and NSYNC, in both cases, like unless there were hot girls in the videos, that was like, I just, why does TRL keep playing these fucking songs? They because were always, they dominated All the they did was dominate, 10. right. Yeah. So for me, I was kind of angry at both of those bands, not to doubt their talent or anything, but because there were plenty of other music videos that I would much rather have watched. Because like, day after day, it was the same Chris ones. Isaac's Wicked, Wicked Games. Game. Classic I sort of, video. I sort <laughs> of agree with you. I, you I, watch TRL, right? Sure, absolutely, yeah. all the time. I think what I resented more than anything is kind of along the same lines. But it's because those songs dominated so much and because I think that so much of MTV's audience back then was young girls – those were the videos that got played all the way through. You remember when TRL oh, used to oh, like, yes. it was below like three. You didn't get the whole fucking thing. It yeah, made just me clip. mad. That, yeah. All the Eminem videos would yeah. be shuffled well, down. Yeah, because they had to fucking cut all the profanity anyways. But it was just, it was like, 
Really? Like, we have to watch the same video of five guys in white suits that dancing? That airplane like, hangar with the white suits. Come listen, on. It really, it really dreamy. Like, no oh, argument. I want it that like, way. They Absolutely. are yeah. sexy pieces of man. But, like, <laughs> I don't need to see it every day. Like, how about just every other Wednesday? Like... No, it, it wow. really TRL became the what is number one. It's either it's a fight between number one and number two. You, right. Like the rest of it was just filler because you don't yeah. see the full video. It's like, all right, whoever gets number two, I already know who number one is and vice versa. Wait, yep. speaking of TRL, do you remember when Limp Biscuit came out with their album, uh, whichever, hot dog flavored water, chocolate, chocolate starfish, starfish or whatever, yeah. and they like went on TRL with a hot dog cart and were like serving hot dog? I no. Was I the only Okay, well, this this is more for the, this is more for them because it's about it's about like age at the time this came out. Did you guys have any idea what fucking chocolate starfish and the hot dog flavored water was cuz I definitely did not. I absolutely did I think not. that I was the point don't. that was the point of the title was yeah, how bizarre it yeah. was. Well, stock, chocolate starfish it's is a an butthole. asshole. Yeah. yeah. Like a balloon knot. Yes. I love balloon knot as the word for butthole, by the way. That's my favorite my favorite word for butthole. I don't think I've ever heard that. Oh. I I have. You'll never look at a balloon knot the same. I just learned two new things today. (laughs) Wait, what's the hot dog flavored water? I'm still not clear on that. Yeah, who knows what that is. Mm. Chocolate starfish means butthole? Yeah, dude. Oh. Yeah, dude, everyone knows that. Come on. Oh, that's like when I didn't know what Hummer was. I like, wish we had a picture of Chris's face. <laughs> Kalen, do you know what hot dog flavored water refers to? No. Okay. That was Kalen's quarter, everybody. <laughs> I bet that's online somewhere. Or at least there's people speculating about it. Yeah. Like, you know that meatloaf song? Um, and I was never into meatloaf, but <laughs> <laughs> on the heels of everyone talking about the band, he's the not your Justin Timberlake. Make it clear <laughs> to bring up meatloaf. But that song, um, but I won't do that. Yeah, and everyone's like, but what is it that he won't do? Is it anal? Because that's I think what, I, what um. everyone probably should assume. But actually, I looked it up, and the lyrics he explain he like. Talks about all these things, and then he says, but I won't do that. Like, it's in the lyrics. Right. I'm doing a shitty job of explaining it because I'm forgetting what it is. But he's like, you know, something along – you could imagine it could be like, you know, run off with someone else, uh, rob a bank, do a train heist. I could do everything, but I won't do that. Like, it's those things you won't do. And it's not specifically any of those things. But I'm just saying it it is in the song. Hot dog flavored water is just an inside joke. Amongst the band, I guess. Okay, I hate oh. that. Yeah, I, I really uh, want it to be something. <laughs> yeah, I don't like when um, bands. I don't know. I love hearing how what bands like when they and tell you what their song means. Like I know there are a lot of bands who are like, oh, I don't. I purposely don't tell them, so it's a lot more vague, and you can kind of use your own interpretation for it. Yeah, I but don't I like that either. I love knowing what they were thinking of when they wrote it. Like I remember somebody told me once that Foo Fighters Everlong was about uh, getting a blowjob. Oh and, wow! And listening to it, it's like, oh, it totally is. But obviously, it's not. But when somebody told me that, for years, I thought that it was about getting a blowjob. And, yeah, if you, if you look at the lyrics, it kind of I got to listen to that song, and I heard it a million times. I know. Like, I'm yeah. thinking the words I in my head. I would have never. But... Oh, great. Yeah, as someone who used to interview bands all the time, I really hated it when I would ask them what a certain song, when they, when they didn't want to say what anything's about because they felt like it would limit it for the person. Right. It's like, okay, mm. tell what us. are we going to talk about I then? I want to know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I love knowing. Like, even if me I too. can't relate it to myself... I want to know what you were trying to say. It's like it's like poetry or something. I just want to know what what your story is and what your or the point of view that you're going for. Exactly. Yeah, I always I always thought that was fascinating hearing musicians talk about what the lyrics mean to them. Especially if it's a song that you really like and you don't you're you know curious about the lyrics if they aren't 
super obvious on the yeah. face of it. I like le- I love good lyrics. Like they, even if the music is subpar, if they have really good lyrics, I I'm I'm all for it. So I want to know what it's about. You know what else you're probably all for? Tell me. People are who are smooth and free of stubble and oh, hairless and I'm there. Just all just just groomed to the hilt and people who've been groomed – well, not even groomed to the hilt, just groomed to the level that they want to be. Mm. And people who've done that without having to make a lot of appointments to get laser hair removal or waxing or things that are messy and expensive. No, you need the No-No Pro. You've heard me talk about No-No. No-No Pro is more effective, faster, stronger, up to 35% uh, stronger than the No-No. And it works on all skin types, all hair colors, safe and effective for both men and women. It's just a little electronic device and you glide it along your skin. And I love it because it is absolutely painless. Weeks of long-lasting results, the more you use it, the less you need to use it. Um, there's a special exclusive offer for you guys, my listeners. You get the No-No Pro device. You get an exclusive facial kit, very snazzy travel case. If you order online, you get a free gift card. The entire purchase is backed by No-No's triple guarantee. If you're not 100% satisfied, they'll refund the purchase price, refund the shipping, and even pay for you to ship it back to them. You don't risk a penny to try No-No today. Call for details. Terms and conditions may apply. So... You get it by going to nonoprobestfriend.com or call 800-336-1665. Again, that's nonoprobestfriend.com or call 800-336-1665. Okay. Bands is what we were talking about. Right. But so anyway, the 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 youngest Hanson, I remember Zach. reading in – I don't know if it was Sassy. So eager to jump in. Easy. Sassy. It was <laughs> like some team. You know he was the youngest or he's second youngest guy to get nominated for a Grammy right under Sorry, Michael, Jack- you Michael to Jackson. Oh, no, it's okay. Chris and Hanson. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Story. Totally okay. Don't say the H word around me. Is it odd that Chris Hansen is the guy who hosts Catch a Predator and Chris likes the band Hansen? It is. Nope. Not no, he, was, not. he was of it's, age at time. It's really not. Okay. <laughs> but so anyway, okay, excuse me. as I was saying, I, it was some teen magazine where they described Zach as being a spaz. And I had completely forgotten about that until they were in here. And now they're all adults and they'll have kids. But he did something that I was like, oh, he's still kind of spazzy, even though no one uses that word anymore. It was like he just blurted out some silly joke. And and his brothers were kind of like, (laughs) (laughs) Those guys all seem really awesome, by the way. Like, you get people in here who you feel like maybe they're just adjusting to getting famous or it's like a new thing for them. And you kind of get... I mean, it really is just an awkward vibe. That's how I would describe it. But I think because the Hanson brothers had that at such an early age, like they all seem like super well balanced guys, and they're yeah. totally like totally level headed. They were '90s icons. Yeah, and I know Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the first time they were here. Um, then they yeah you know, they said, "Oh, we're playing at the Anaheim House of Blues. If you wanna if you wanna come, you know, we'll get you in." And you know, I, I, once again, I played it real cool. I was like, "Oh yeah, I'll, I'll check it out. Sure." And although, you know, I was extremely excited. And yeah, and then they, you know, invited me to the green room and we just hung out in there for a while. And like, they offered me beer and I'm drinking beer with Hanson. Was it the Hanson beer? Because they have their own. No, it was, it's called... it was before the Umhops. Umhops. <laughs> That's right. That's awesome. No, it was. Uh, Who's it was, your favorite? It was Fat Tire. Right now? Mm-hmm. I, I, uh, it's hard to say. I mean, I. Don't Isaac, ask Chris to pick his children. You know what? I, I really like Isaac now. I mean, I know he's, you know, he's, he's the old one. He was probably the least um, favorite. 
uh, of, of the all three. the girls, yeah, like <laughs> of all, them. Wait, of all the oh, okay, of all, yeah. of all the girls, like you're calling them. them no, girls I'm calling their longer. fans girls. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she's talking about you, Chris. Uh, <laughs> new voice. That's interesting. I like it. I was Go trying to do a whisper, <laughs> whisper voice. It just scared me. Um, but Isaac, he's really cool. He's a big fan of the, uh, the Adam Show, and so he actually like hung out a while after everybody left, and it was kind of fun. So, but I mean, they're all really, really good guys. Yeah, and, they seem know, really I'm, nice. I'm happy to say I'm still a fan. Can we talk about Hands Up for 20 more minutes? Or? <laughs> I, I, I can, actually think very easily. <laughs> I was thinking maybe of changing the subject, but Please. if you want. Hanson is my facts <laughs> of life, Allison. Okay, that makes sense. He said Hanson is his facts of life. Oh, I'm just realizing someone sent me a message on Facebook saying that they were going to be running into Lisa Welchel from Facts of Life. She played Blair. At I forget why, like he was working an event she was going to be at, and he on on Twitter he said anything you want me to say to her, and I said yes, tell her to come on my podcast. And then he's like, any specific angle I should hit, and I d- didn't have a chance to write back. I wouldn't have had one other than just come on my podcast. I'm very fun. Have you interviewed anybody from Facts of Life no, yet? No, I haven't. Come I haven't, on, but here's the thing: I haven't even tried. Try, you'll get somebody. No problem. Yeah, I probably. I mean, maybe I because they because um. Blair and Tootie are both promoting a, a movie right now. <laughs> you said Hallmark movie. Names. I did. So yeah, it was just easier. Yeah, yeah. there's <laughs> definitely there's no excuse. You need to interview these people. Oh, and you need to find whoever. I hope that they all like the fact that they were on the show. Well, Pamela Adlon was on the show, okay. so I talked to her about it. But that's not the same. But yeah. I mean, that is someone who's been on Facts of Life and who has a story about it. What are what are your guys' Facts of Life? Like Mine's I, Backstreet Boys. Backstreet Boys. Yeah, I mean, story. I could do Boy Meets World too. Oh yeah. Oh. Just like what you were into? Yeah, like like I can make references. I know one. every episode. Um, yeah, probably uh, Simpsons. I was going to say, for me, like in high school, it would have been Simpsons for sure. I think now more contemporary, the first thing that's popping in my mind is Arrested Development. I feel like I've seen you that show 10 billion times. There's still meat on that bone. You tell me that a lot. That's right. Yeah. You can make a hell of a stew. A stew. What Mine's you Family Ties as well, for yeah? s- mm. in terms of super old shows that are my version of these shows you guys are talking about what did you say was yours gary west wing uh yeah i guess in terms of tv shows it's probably west wing the shield also you both you and i you the know sh- even yeah, more than i, I do mean, on that show the shield west wing or, to to a lesser extent than matter as development yeah caitlin uh it's just TV shows that are like our favorite. Yeah, like that you, you, know, you, know, you know the whole no, one. You know, don't whole make it sound about. so lame. You know the whole catalog, you know every reference. You like in your daily conversation, you can make references <laughs> to it. Yeah, I was gonna say Game yeah, of Thrones Kaylin's, for sure. Yeah, so Kaylin's pretty yeah. fucking. Yeah. Game He's so of cool. So anytime who, I have a question, Kaylin's like, Matt, you know you can always ask me, and I'll tell you the answer. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately for yeah. Kaylin, he like lives with me so during the last episode which is a very epic episode at a certain point i was like what the fuck hold on and i made him pause it and explain something to me which took like 10 minutes and he knew the answer he was perfectly cool about it but i felt bad doing it because i know he doesn't want to be interrupted in the middle of that show so Matt asked me the same question too right when i got to the studio the next day at the spike guys choice awards that we talked about last week um i saw john snow and theon mm. smoking out not smoking out. Smoking cigarettes. Hanging out, smoking a cigarette. Yeah, smoking cigarettes Those guys by are the bathrooms. almost never on screen together, so that's kind of Well, they know each other in real life, saw. yeah. It's so weird that Game of Thrones is probably the only show, I mean, maybe because it's, because uh, it, because uh, of like, you know, I don't, excuse me, I can't even talk right now, but 
Because you're so excited about yeah. Hanson. We'll <laughs> you got to start on Hanson. This Hansen is your fault. <laughs> but you know when you see them in like regular clothes, it, yeah. it weirds you out. Like when you see them just oh, hanging out. Oh, I mean, I agree with you. I think Theon much more than Jon Snow. But if you want to see something really weird, go look at the kid. The kid, okay, you know the... Arya Stark? No, the the boy who's like breastfeeds far too long, who has the oh yeah, door. yeah right. Go look at a picture of that kid, like dressed in his normal clothes. First of all, he's about seven to eight years older than they make him look, and he looks totally normal. Like mm. it, it's uh, that one's jarring. I saw. Yeah, that I don't thing. like that. You guys know that Theon is Lily Allen's brother because I, I described I him that way to Chris, and Chris that. didn't know that. I, I did. Don't think. I just heard okay. that recently. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, I think she wrote a song about him. Even um, okay. I, I, I've, I've told everyone, I stopped watching Game of Thrones a while ago. It got too brutal for me. But now I want to know what the question was that you guys both had for Kaylin. Can you say it without revealing it's spoilers? A, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like a geographic question. Oh. Basically, there's, super there's that giant wall <laughs> that you obviously saw when you yeah. were still watching it. And at a certain point, there was an attack coming from one side. And they did this long panning shot where it started with the attack. They went up the wall. Then they went over and they revealed that there was an attack coming from the other side. And me and Matt were both unclear on how the attack was coming from both sides. Yeah, actually, I saw tweets. Someone was saying, like, I have no idea which side of the wall we're on or something. The problem with the show, and it's an amazing show, but unless you're like Kalen and you just are rewatching these episodes over and over again – the answer, once Kalen explained it, was very obvious. Like, there have been many episodes leading up to that that really would clearly, you know, make it clear how it was possible geographically right. how this would happen. But there's always so much going on in the show that it all just kind of blurs together. There's so also se- you never know what's going to be the payoff. Like, you don't know what's important to focus on. There's also severe nomenclature issues because everything that's on the bad side of the wall is referred to as the north. But then everything that's closest to the wall on the good side is also referred to as the north. <laughs> so it's, it's like, very confusing. It's really hard to follow. So but yeah, Kalen knows. That was the question. But Kaylin knows. Every time I have a question, I ask this kid and I get more information than I want. Do like, you read the books? Because Daniel's read all the books and I think that gives him this sense of I read bits and pieces of them. I read like, uh, like half of the first one to like really know all the characters and where they come from and the families and, and the history. And then I kind of jumped around after that. I think we have an iTunes comment of the week. Allison wants your iTunes comments. Allison wants them. Yes, she does. Please leave her some iTunes comments. And don't forget to click five stars. All right. This week's iTunes comment of the week comes to us from HAC99, whose name is actually Heather. Love, love, love this show. Love A-R-I-Y-N-B-F. Allison, Gary, Matt, Chris, Jenna, and Kaylin. See, there you go, buddy. (laughs) Thank you for taking time out of your lives to bring a great and entertaining show to us each week. I am now excited for Thursdays because I know I will get to spend an hour listening to some great conversations while I'm at work. I find myself laughing out loud, and I'm sure my office mates think I'm crazy. Allison, I also sincerely enjoy your one-on-one interviews on Monday, as you have a great ability to get your guests to open up and show a side that we fans normally don't get to see or hear. Have you ever considered having each one of your Thursday pals join you for a one-on-one Monday interview so we can get to know more about each of them? Those would be interviews I wouldn't miss. Let's be honest, though. I don't miss any of the Monday shows as it is. Anyways, just a suggestion. Keep up the great work, and thanks for entertaining my ears. Heather. Thank you so much, Heather. That's so nice. If you would like your comment to be on iTunes Comment of the Week, leave us a nice comment. Click five stars. It's our favorite number. Um, And, you know, that's actually a good idea. I think that the Thursday show in its current 
incarnation kind of started because didn't I just have each of you individual each of you yeah, being Matt so and Chris individually it started, on? You had Matt on, and then I think that did so well that you asked me to come on, and when I was on, Matt was still around, so he would chime in on mine, and then eventually I think people just like the like that whole thing. So and then it just kind of evolved from there, right? Yeah, that's yes. right. Yes. So, but in terms of action, I would, I, that's actually a really good idea, having each person on on a Monday episode. Although, I think there are some people who <laughs> wouldn't, so, like some people, like I feel like, I feel like Matt, Chris, and Jenna would probably be comfortable opening up and letting me um, probe. Mm-hmm. But in not <laughs> such a surgical way. Yeah. Mm. But then away. I could see Gary and Kalen being a little more – I think they play things a little more close to the vest or the chest, whichever one it is. Would you guys agree with my assessment? I think it's vest. Is it? <laughs> that, that's your point. There's your example right there. He doesn't even want to answer the question. <laughs> I think either of them would be fine to to talk to you for an extended period of time, but I also think that – those of us on this side of the glass are just on kind of north. naturally on honest, the north. Those of us on the north are just though. kind of more attracted to the microphone to be as honest, a way to express yourself. As a guy who's been on both sides of the glass, it's really hard to get like keep up a conversation on that side of the glass. Like I'm really impressed with Kaylin and Gary's ability to do that because whenever I'm on other shows and I have to talk from there, it feels really weird having so a conversation yeah, from the other end of the glass. But you in here, it's a lot easier. Like you, right. You feel really awkward breaking in because it's like you're not really part of the conversation. Gary Plus and we I – press buttons if we want to talk. That's yeah, true. No and they can talk that. amongst themselves and nobody will hear them. But like Gary and I were on uh, – Dr. Drew interviewed both of us and for our interviews, he made us come in here just because I think he knew that we would – it would be a lot easier for us to open up and which we did And by the way, any, any hesitation I may have to going on a Monday show, you can thank Dr. Drew for. <laughs> right. So that right there is an example of what can happen. <laughs> well, so do you want to qualify that statement? Just talking to the You are an extraordinarily skilled interviewer, and I have watched you from this seat extract information that people did not necessarily want to give. Not I don't I don't think anyone left feeling dirty or feeling but I think there are people who walked into this room saying, I'm not gonna talk about these things, and they walked out and they had talked about all of them. <laughs> but they felt good about <laughs> they it. Did. That's I pride myself on that. They did. But uh, given how skilled you are and given the way I felt when Drew did a similar thing to me without warning, I would be hesitant. However, I would probably still do it because you are – because you would probably leave me feeling better than when I left Drew. The thing with Drew – and we know I love him as evidenced by the video <laughs> <laughs> that Jason Dix made. Oh, which he got- emailed us that night like – like an hour after the show posted and was like, have you guys seen this? That be Drew, Drew emailed you? Yeah. yeah. I think he got a kick out of it. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Um, yeah. The thing with Drew is that he is just like, you start talking and he just cuts you off and just like, no, but tell me about this. Tell, like he just, he's like a, he's like a. He's good. Like. Good, but you're like. Aggressive. Yes. Aggressive is the word it's, for it. It's very aggressive. You walk out like, what just happened? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. How I feel I violated. Felt. You walk yes. out yes. feeling like an assault. Like, yeah. <laughs> Wait, I've still got all my shit, but I feel like I just got held up. Like, yes, what, what happened? Right. Whereas I, I'm just like I come in the night. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I, cara- <laughs> I soothe you and I caress you, and then I leave. And maybe I took something. It's like Chris eating a cupcake. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, I, I, yeah. I do not feel like I would walk out of an interview with you feeling the way I did with Drew. But 
you you've been on Drew's show like aggressive uh, is a, is a good word for yeah, it but i it, think it led to a little trepidation of me wanting to sit down for an hour and a half and it's i wonder why that is his method though and i think part of it is he does a lot of interviews on TV where you have to be like you ha- you don't have time to let the person get comfortable and just let it spill. Like you got you got to go right to it. Like on his Dr. Drew on Call show and other shows that are sh- shot live to tape. But I also think because so much of his work is with addicts and people in denial, maybe he's just doesn't want to listen to their BS and kind of cuts to the heart right. of the matter. You I know, think it's more that. I, I think, think like being interviewed by him you know, like how there are people who can speed read and they can just read a whole page in a, in a, like, like a second and then just keep moving on? Like when he was talking to me, I felt that. Like I could feel him like reading all my, my body reactions, the way – the tone my voice took, the words I was saying, it's like also the way like, I was looking. Like, And he read it all in a second and he, he was able to like like dig into places that you know that I didn't even know I, I was – I was showing him. Well, it's also a weird thing because it's like I feel like Drew decides in advance what he wants to know and then he'll ask a question that may not be exactly linked to that, but he's got his own way of how he's going to link it. And if you start answering that question in a way that doesn't directly link to the thing you don't know about, he'll just cut you off and then rephrase the question and force you to talk about whatever's going to lead to what he really wants. Yes, and which a, is a little bit a, frustrating if a, you're like, I was telling a really good story. It's a violating <laughs> feeling if you're not prepared for it. I mean, I would – I would happily sit down for another interview with Drew, and I would sit down with you too, but I would be very differently prepared if I was going to sit down with Drew. <laughs> yeah. I, Chris and I for had the record, no idea yeah. that was coming. A guest canceled five minutes before, and we had an hour we had to fill with something because we had another guest coming an hour later, and he was like, I'm just going to interview you guys. Get in there. And it was jarring. <laughs> Say the least. <laughs> DrDrew.com if you want to hear that, though. By the way. <laughs> <laughs> um. You know what you guys need for your animals, if you have animals, and even if you don't have animals, get this, and then go get animals. I'm talking about BarkBox. Um, They ship a monthly box of four to six full-size products, including everything from toys and gadgets and treats and more. Um, And so... Oliver is in love with his bark box. I think I mentioned that I've never seen him go through a treat as quickly as he did the bully stick. But it's not – people who are familiar with bully sticks know that it's actually bull pizzle, which is a fancy term for bull penis, which is – I find that kind of gross even though dogs love them. But the one that came in the bark box that I gave Oliver was not actually made out of that. It was made out of some other beef part. Um, I think beef bladder or something, which anyway, I really shouldn't get into the, the specific details of it because to us humans, it's a little bit icky. But to dogs, and that's really what we're talking about here, they love it. So anyway, yeah, it was like he was just – it was like crack. Like I, He was so excited by it. And then also the, the toys that came in the Bark Box, he just – he loved everything um, about it. And Bark Box, the company, they have a bunch of dogs, of their employees' dogs – that are in the office, and these dogs test all the treats and the goodies and the toys and stuff before they go out to your dog. So anything you get, you know. A bunch of dogs really like this. Um, and you guys can sign up by going to BarkBox.com slash best friend. And BarkBox is dedicated to supporting the health and happiness of all dogs. They donate um, money to shelters. And in 2014, their goal is to donate a million. So you guys can know that uh, 10% of all proceeds go back to their growing network of um, pup loving partners. So to sign up, visit barkbox.com slash best friend. Again, that's barkbox.com slash best friend. 
Okay. Those pictures of Oliver with his BarkBox treats that you've been taking are amazing. One of them is with aforementioned the aforementioned treat that the I was talking sticks. about. The yeah, pizzle stick. It's not really pizzle. <laughs> it's bladder. You can find them on the Iggy at Allison yes, Rosen. That's right, at Allison Rosen. Um, okay, let's do just me or everyone. Sometimes I ponder on something I the The Laura Ingram. I'm sending you my chiropractor bills. Do you go to a chiropractor? I'm gonna if I have to keep shaking my head at him. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't right now. Debbie Peterson says, if someone stops to ask me for directions, I worry about whether or not they made it to their destination. I worry nope. about whether or not I, <laughs> I gave them the people, right directions. I give people the wrong directions all the time. On purpose? Oh, yeah, I should have wow. clarified Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. And you sounded proud of that. Hold on. This was an isolated incident with fucking when I lived in the hills and the goddamn tourists would come by oh. and stop and fucking harass me when I was trying to walk to my car. That's what I'm talking about. And the reason that I – I wouldn't give people blatantly wrong directions. I would give them the right directions. But it's like go down this hill. Make a right. But not the first right. Like the wide right. Then go up. Then turn left. Make a hairpin turn. It's like they're so to never – To get to the Hollywood sign? Yeah. They're never fucking getting there anyway. So it's like – I would give them correct directions, but they would mostly never follow them. In Gary's defense, there would when we lived in the Hollywood Hills, there were five to ten tourists every weekend that just come by and just completely lost, clogging up the street. First world problems. You right want to know, <laughs> know what's weird? What I thought was weird? The one celebrity – I never got asked where any celebrity was except for one, and I got asked four or five times where this guy lived. Rob Dyrdek. I don't even oh. know who is Ridiculousness, that. Ridiculousness, the yeah. skateboarder, the skateboarder. Robin Big, Fantasy yeah. Factory. I, it, he's so popular, I guess. I guess in the Midwest, he's just yeah. like the shit. And people would all come by and be like, you know where Rob Deerdeck's house is? What are they really? going to do? Just look at it? I Maybe guess. because he shoots his show there? Oh, so yeah. much of it? He might have like that skate park there or something, right? And he has his mini horse. Wait. I've seen it. Someone knows a lot about the skate park. That oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah, the skate park thing is in his warehouse downtown. Oh. He's got like the little one in his backyard. That's I've never Rob's heard of this fantasy person. factory. Really? Robin Big on MTV still means nothing to me. Ridiculousness. Isn't his show kind of like Tosh in that a lot ridiculousness. of his crazy. ridiculousness? It's is a Tosh I don't point like ridiculousness, oh, okay. but Alan likes it. But a lot of the it's videos are right. Like it's like you'll watch and then you'll turn because you hear someone bones crushing yeah and then yeah everyone's just cracking up i mean i, like I love rob deirdrick Deer deirdrick deirdrick yeah. deirdrick yeah just because I, I thought it's right. deirdrick yeah it's uh, well i don't know but like i used to follow him before he was famous like because he was a pro skater and he was super good and then when he when he blew up he's like like ryan sheckler did the same thing like they just became mtv stars and then um i don't know they, i think they let it go to their head actually ryan sheckler's still really good at skating did ryan sheckler have a reality show yeah like and that's why he was like knows like some teen reality star for a long right. time. Robin Big was the best though. Robin Big yeah. was the best of all Big? of his it was shows. Awesome. It was yeah. Ro- Every Rob, of and then like and there was this guy, um, Big, Christopher Boykin, Big Black. Yeah, whose nickname was Big Black. Who was like his Huge security guy. guard. He was like a three hundred pound, six six, giant black dude. And uh, they would just it, there wasn't it was, it was like Seinfeld. It was a show about nothing. It was about like they did it, dumb it, it was stuff. Cooked, it sounds good. I mean, it was yeah. fun. It was fun. Yeah, it was silly. You just compared you know, a reality TV show about skateboarding to Seinfeld? <laughs> Arguably I, the greatest. I meant to say it's a show about nothing. 
That's like, all he was saying. It's not yes. like people say that about this podcast. It's a podcast about. Nothing. I like that. Mm-hmm. I hope they mean it in the Seinfeld that's how I way, it. and also the Robin Big. Wait, way. that's how you describe it? Yeah, people. I tell people that. Oh, I'm on a podcast. Like, oh, what are you talking about? I'm like, uh, nothing. Food. <laughs> hold on. <laughs> <laughs> hold on. Food. Hold on. We talk about food. We do. Talk about food. There's a lot yeah. of food arguments. Oh, food. <laughs> Flavors of things. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. And it, Normal it, it, it's stuff, so, like everyday stuff. It sounds stuff. so sad when like, Caitlin puts I know. it that way. Oh, we're talking about foods and flavors of stuff. <laughs> then right, we people... talked about Skittles, all right? Calm down. <laughs> then are people like, oh, I am yeah. never going to check that out. <laughs> what, what a salesman. <laughs> but Wait. it's good, though. It's good. <laughs> yeah. Wait, how often are you in a situation where you're telling people you're on a podcast? Like if I go into my old coffee bean, they're like, hey, how's the job going? It's good. I'm on a podcast now. Ooh. Nice, living up. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Kids got coffee bean swag over here. <laughs> my podcast now. Now all my old crew has left us, so I don't get free coffee anymore. Yeah, I'm on a podcast. Make me a latte. Yeah. <laughs> you know, right. the one about the flavors and the food. <laughs> Actually, I'm, I'm on a podcast. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> <be> 635. <laughs> yeah. Mallory says, when medication expires, I always flush it down the toilet rather than throw it away. I uh, just keep it. I just take that shit. Yeah. yeah. I'm just convinced it still works, even I though maybe it doesn't. I don't take medication. Like, Not even over the counter? <laughs> well, I mean, like, are you talking about, like, Tylenol? Yeah, or, like, or um, like antihistamine I ra- or something. I will rarely take any of that. Yeah. Oh, allergy medicine. I do take a lot of allergy medicine. Claritin? The, that's the, your drug? I'm a, I'm a Zyrtec Oh, man. that's right. I am, too. Yeah. yeah. The thing that I always find that expires is, like, the uh, like the cough syrup. Oh, yeah. The one with, like, codeine or whatever in it. I could destroy. I take that shit anyway. I drink. Co- I fine. go through a bottle of cough syrup like in one sickness. Wow. Well, you were abusing that. My parents sir. have. <laughs> my parents have ridiculous doctors, and they get like the big bottle that uh, will cover you for two or three colds, and then I just will take one when I get sick and keep it. And I, you know, you can only go through like a third of that in one cold. Why? Why would you flush it down the toilet rather than throw it away? Though that's like an OG so move. So no man. one else can have it. Oh, is that what that is? Is that why, really? Maybe. Maybe yeah, she's dude. afraid of somebody getting into it. I'm like not, the, I don't think fear has anything to do with it. Divers? It's more like People have stolen medication out of my trash before. All right. They uh, have? Yeah. I feel like it makes no difference to me if someone steals pills out of my garbage can. The move <laughs> to throw it in the toilet, that's like a gangster move. Like, cops are going to bust in any minute. Flush yeah. it, yo. Flush it. Maybe. It's going straight to the Pinkman. Yo. Let's send this to the Pacific. I've been rewatching Breaking Bad lately. Have so. you? I've been thinking I might want to do that. My, uh, my girlfriend never seen it before, so we're, we just started a couple nights ago. Mm. Bonzer says, I hate checking voicemail. I never hear anything good in them, and texting email has made it outdated. Yes. I don't know. I... I I'll let a voicemail sit there for a while, and then I feel nervous about listening to it or something. I think, Me too. I, I'm just so impatient, and like, and it just seems like it's so sad that this is my life. But I, it feels like a hassle to listen, go and listen to a voicemail. Yeah. In fact, I don't even like leaving voicemails because some messages are too long. Some of their outgoing messages are, are too long. So, yeah, I, I just, my attention span is that short now, where leaving a voicemail is too much of a hassle. I'm 100 percent the opposite camp as all of you people. I get so pissed off when people call me and don't leave a voicemail. Yeah, I, don't I have like that no either. desire to call them back, even if it's a recognizable number. What's what's your what's your outgoing voicemail? It's like, hi, you've reached Matt's phone. Uh, please leave a incredibly yeah. what's well, it's incredibly vague or overly long message. That's what he says. He's like, please leave an incredibly vague or overly long message. <laughs> I will still always love Mike Lynch's voicemail message. Yeah. more than anything in my entire goddamn life. I think that story has been told on this show before, but it's our so worth where it says if, this is, if it's an emergency, that yeah, it, yeah. it's basically how you've reached Mike Lynch, Michael. Um, uh, how you reach Michael Lynch? Please leave a message. 
If this is an emergency, please dial 911. But he's actually a psychologist, so but that's like an important yeah, client. But I'm, but that's I'm a, a comedy writer, so I thought it was a joke that's a for joke like that four Mike, fucking years. That Mike would make, like, oh, if this is an emergency, please right. call 911. And then, so Gary and I went up to Mike one day, and we were just, we were saying, oh, your voicemail is hilarious. And he <laughs> was just, no, that's real. He was I'm, like, I have to do that <laughs> for legal purposes yeah. in case one of my patients calls me. It's like, oh. What are your You're still messages? really funny. <laughs> yeah, I remember when I learned that he was a therapist and I was blown away because I just only knew him as this guy. I wasn't that surprised because that guy is one of the more zen – I mean, if you have a problem I – w- I was in a position for a long time where I had to go to him with my problems and he was pretty fucking good about yeah. calming me down. Like it was – But then he reads you. You know, like I, I had I, a question, but it doesn't have to do with. You started a sentence with like six I different sounds. I, <laughs> I know, but it does slightly change the direction of the conversation. Oh, that's fine. Okay, that's well, what this show does. when yeah. someone no, this show's about nothing. It's about and flavors. Food and flavors. Just start talking about flavors, Jenna. <laughs> flavors. <laughs> um, when Banana. some when someone calls you and doesn't leave a voicemail, but then immediately texts you, that means he's given you he or she has given you permission to not call them back and just reply in the text. That's right? correct. Yes. Sure, okay. I agree. Oh, with even good. if they just leave you a voicemail, that's permission to text them back. <laughs> okay, good. Maybe. Good. I don't know. Just wanted to clear that yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Okay. What are what are your outgoing voicemails? Do you know by like Mine is just, hey, you reached out, son, leave me a message and I'll call you back. That's good. I think mine's something like that. Like, hey, it's Jenna. Leave yeah, I guess voicemail or leave it's just a so much easier now. Call ID. Remember, you used to be like, please leave your name, number, and message. I still, when I leave someone a message, I still say, "Hey, it's Allison." It's like you know, two forty-five on, and then I always it's it's always the same stupid message. Um, oh, what day is it? Um, oh. I always forget what day it is, and then at the end, I go, um, okay, bye. <laughs> I don't think I've ever left the day and time. I don't but know I why always, I do that. I will always leave my callback number twice. Twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah me too. Twice. 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 People and don't you, do that. You do one kind of at the top mm-hmm. and then let them scramble to get the piece of paper and then you do it at the very Close end. Close it out. Oh, I do too. I, I yeah. put them both at the end. I put them both at the yeah, end as well. I go back to back right away at the end. I tag it. If I'm requesting a callback, I try to make sure that that's clear at the very beginning of the message so that they can get ready to get my number. Because hmm. I that's hate having to idea. fucking listen back. Like, because the way cell <laughs> yeah. phones work, like, there's no way to listen and type the number in. It should start. It should start with, "Hey, this is Gary. Please get a piece of paper and pencil. I'm going to give you my number in 20 <laughs> seconds. All right. So I just let you know. That's awesome. <laughs> just Dawn says, cleaning the shower with those miracle sprays also cleans your throat and lungs with the fumes. Right? Am I doing it wrong? <laughs> Open a window. I believe he's half joking, right? <laughs> Are we hoping? Um, uh, yeah, I think he's just saying that they are uh, feel feel toxic inside. Yeah. Well, that's like there's certain foods and flavors that do that to me as well. Like they clear like a horseradish or something will kind of clear out your nasal passage. Mm. Always a good feeling. Pickled ginger. Probably healthier though. Yeah. Then then chemical then, fumes yeah. from a bathroom. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You know where I would buy a lot of uh, bathroom cleaning supplies and other stuff? Where? Well, I certainly wouldn't want to go to Costco or Sam's, Sam's Club because even though Ugh. it's good savings, it's a frustrating experience because of lines, parking lots. Can't afford that membership fee, yo. 
Exactly. You know? There's the membership fee, and basically, it's just a big time. You, you go, you want to be efficient, but it's a big time waster because you can't find a parking spot. That's why you guys need Boxed.com. That's B-O-X-E-D.com. They help alleviate all of those issues because you can do all your wholesale shopping on your mobile device, and there's no membership fees, and the shipping is free for orders above sixty dollars. Boxed.com has hundreds of products similar to Costco and Sam's Club, so you can save yourself the embarrassment of buying large quantities of toilet paper in public. Uh, Box. Box.com is here to help you. They'll deliver hundreds of bulk size products right to your door. So enter the promo code ADAM. And yes, that is the promo code ADAM on the checkout screen and you'll receive 15% discount on your first order. Stop paying retail. Save yourself a headache and a backache with Box.com. You get the big box club experience, but it comes to you. Save time, gas, membership fees with Box Wholesale, the big box club in your pocket. And they're happy to see you. So get on your mobile device, visit box.com, enter promo code Adam on the checkout screen for 15% discount. Okay. Juan Camara says, when I swerve to avoid a car crash, I shiver and imagine that in a parallel universe, that car crash killed me. Um, I don't have that extended thought. I just think, oh, shit. I have the exact thing that really? he's talking about. I always think about my parallel universe. Exactly. Life. I constantly think about my parallel selves. I always do at all given times. Like right now, there's a parallel me who didn't just say that. <laughs> I only ever. God, can we get him on the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> he's busy. I only ever think about parallel selves and things. Well, no, like in an alternate universe or like Bizarro Me or that yeah, whole thing, thing. I only think about that. When I'm making a reference to it in public in like some kind of joking setting or even just in conversation, like when I'm alone, I don't ever really think about that, that scenario. That car crash scenario that he's talking about, oh, yeah. I mean, not that I get into that many close calls, but anytime something like that happens, I absolutely think that there's another version of myself that got really fucked by that. It's so weird. I've never, I've never really thought about the alternate. Like I understand that theory and like I've heard people talk about it, but I've never really thought about it. But I like last week I listened to a podcast that was pretty much an hour and a half of just talking about that. What was it? Uh, why don't I plug it at the end when you do my plugs? Because we don't want people to stop listening to this. You're right. We it's don't want them it, to. It's a friend of the show had a very interesting guest on. But remind me, I'll plug it at the it's end. A, I suspect subject. I know. I think you do because yeah. What is it? Quantum physics or what is the theory that there that all things are happening at all times? A theoretical physicist would be the right person to talk to if you wanted to discuss that theory. But what's the name of that theory? String theory, I think. Oh yeah, it is mm-hmm. right. What's quantum physics then? Quantum physics is what somebody who studies string, string theory specializes in. Okay, great. Lindsay Champion says. <laughs> I think. By the way, please tweet no, me. No, I think I, you're I'm right. I'm really yeah. stupid. That could be completely no, I think, wrong. I think I'm you're right. Though. On if you need a boy me twelve quick, that you come to me. <laughs> Facts of life or family ties, right here. West Lin- Wing. What up? West Don't Wing. mention Hanson to Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever like you do, after 10. stick to the uh, Boy Meets World questions. <laughs> Lindsay Champion says, I silently judge the unhealthy food purchases of other customers in the grocery store checkout line. You're a bad person. I no ju- I'm like, <laughs> you're, yeah, you're my good biggest, job. You're my biggest fear. Yes, exactly. I always think somebody's doing you're that. You're always judging <laughs> yes. us. Yes, exactly. Uh, yeah. It totally. really happens. Totally. The last time I was going through the grocery store, I looked down and realized I had a pack of gum, a bottle of alcohol, and a, it's like an eight-pack of Gatorade. And I was just like, God, <laughs> fuck is wrong? Condoms would have been the, the other thing that would have made that yeah. more embarrassing. You're, you buy condoms. Well, condoms would have made that and, less embarrassing and like, for what, me. You're out of, you're like, out of cucumbers. Yeah. You're oh, not yeah. going right. home to hang out alone. And right. Fucking chew replenish gum. Your, chew gum and then <laughs> replenish your hangover in the morning. Like, <laughs> it is weird when you buy limited 
when you buy a limited amount of things at the grocery, like I'm sure the grocers have to come up with some sort of scenario by which all of these individual items are used simultaneously. It's a fun game to play. Try it at home. It might be. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's true. It's funny, like, because like I I know people who like will buy condoms and they'll stack they'll stack everything. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm just gonna get a bunch of stuff and kind of hide the condoms in the fold. Total total amateur move. There's no question. Yeah. They're always like, did you still need to buy the bread no. and the? Just get the condoms separately. Just put. I'll take this on a separate seat and just hold them up. You look like a badass. There you go. Brent Hudson says, "I pour a little water." <laughs> Gary's pulling his hair. Gary's out. dying, you guys. Come on, Gary. Keep it together. Go ahead, Allison. What does Brett Hudson say? <laughs> I pour a little water. Wait, what just happened? Or is it just the whole thing? If I'm the only one who heard it, then nothing happened. You heard the yes. grocers, right? Matt, I. Does Matt not say the word grocery and grocers weird? Wait, say wait. wait say How it, does he say, say it? it? Say it. Uh, groceries. No. Grocer. Sounds fun to me. Grocer. Yeah. What's wrong with that? Grocer. Yeah, grocer. I wait, would... do you say? How do you say it? It's a grocery store, so therefore it's a grocer. Wait, grocery uh, store. Grocery. Uh, is that a grocery store? What gross. is it? Gross. D r o s h. Grocery store. It's grocery. They're saying gross. It's gross. Grocer. It's we say gross. Yep. Grocery, it's grocery, grocery. Ooh, gosh, I don't know. This how is like grocery. That's why Gary was so upset, and none of us knew. Well, no, no, no. The, I you knew. Just know it. That, the I, thing when you think you're doing it right and it's not right, that's fondleering, right? Grocery. No, I knew <laughs> what he was talking about. That's one of the few things that's fondleering. I knew what like, he was talking about. <laughs> the way you said grocery didn't bug me, but the way you said grocer bugged me. Right, I, and I knew what he was talking about, and then I was like in my head laughing because I knew what he was talking about, but also thinking like, how do I say it? I don't know if I say it wrong or right. Like, Wait, I didn't do you know. say it the same way Just that we, say it I don't know. We all say it wrong. Matt, I say it grocery. Grocery. Wrong. A grocer. I don't know. A grocer. I think we all See, say it the, the same. Way you're, but the way you're saying it sounds like you're spelling it G-R-O-S-S-E-R. That but is that how is it is how pronounced. We, yeah, that's how I would pronounce it, too. I think you're making it more of a sh. Yeah, S-H. To be fair, Gary worked at one of these places, so he might have some insight that I store? don't. A grocery store? <laughs> a grocery store? Store? <laughs> grocery store? Wait, how does Caleb well, say it? He said the same thing. Yeah, they live together. That's, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, they, But he says grocery? He does. Like, yes. the, the Gary the way? way? Yeah. People right, used so. to get We're on my case right because now. I would always call the supermarket the market. And I would say, I'm going to the market, meaning I'm going to Ralph's or Vaughn's. And my friends would always that. assume that I'm going to some sort of farmer's market. Oh. And then when I clarify that I'm going to Ralph's, they go, it's not a market. That's a supermarket. A but my family, we always refer to it as the market. That's See, just Kaylin, what you call the way it. you've described this show is totally wrong. Wait, is this <laughs> an East Coast thing? Because when I got to college, I'd never heard this before, but people talked about going to the grocery. The what? Yeah, like, I've, I'm going I've heard to that. the grocery. I've heard that. Like instead Maybe of, that like, is an I East Coast thing. I would say I I'm going to Ralph's or I'm going to the supermarket or I'm going to the market. I say grocery store. I say grocery store, I, grocery I, store say. I say too, but yeah. I would never say I'm going to the grocery. What do you yeah, call, What do you call the thing that changes the channel on your TV? A remote. The remote control. Remote control. Remote control. Remote clicker. Uh, see, I hear clicker. That's or, like an older people that's, thing. Yeah, I think. that's mm-hmm. something your grandparents say, I feel like. Yeah. But yeah, I know the market. Or like I know people who's like when they go to watch a movie, like, oh, we're going to the show. Yeah, yeah, that always freaks me out. I, right, like I found too. a website Charming. that seems to agree with me. Really? I've got a YouTube. Is it a, official is it one? Yeah, Smith. like what website? <laughs> listen, it's Proper how to pronounce groceries. This thing's got 3,000 views. I feel like that's a lot. How many people uh, are interested in this? So, is it a YouTube video? Yeah, here. Okay. 
Oh, shit. That sounded oh, like the right one to me. Hold on, hold on. Grocery. That's also. Yeah. Grocery. Also a suh. Look how oh, that's so sad. Confused, I know. Gary's freaking out right now. Oh, I have my. Oh, no. No, I. I couldn't figure out why I wasn't playing through the. Com- I had my headphone jack plugged into the wrong thing. Sorry. All right, fine. I say it weird. Grocery. <laughs> Someone tweeted Ugh. and said they had majorly fondleered. And it's like I had to flip through a Rolodex in my head of like, wait, yeah. what does it mean anymore? I think they meant they were choking. That, that, was, that is another <laughs> definition is to like be coughing inappropriately, choking. At a certain point, fondleering meaning you can't figure out what fondleering is, that becomes a definition of fondleering. What, what do we have so far? So there's the, like, swallowing wrong and then no, choking. Let's start, with the, let's start with the genesis, which is doing the rock away in the shower. The lean back. Right. Oh, that, yeah. That oh, yeah. was originally fondleering. Yes, that's and, true. But then aside the of that, no, 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 yep. no. Aside, aside definition was because I had a, I was doing this thing one way and the norm was to do it the other way, but I was arguing that you were supposed to do it this way, even though that was in the minority. I think you also told me that was fondleering. was like thinking you're doing something right, only to realize you're in the minority. Hmm. Maybe that was a that's phantom a real... definition, but I thought that was one, too. I feel like that's like the number four, you know, sure. like in the you're definitions. Right. Tummy towels, definitely up right. there. Choking, I think, is next. The, yeah, like the inappropriate. I think, I think it's too showering, then the choking. And then all kinds of other bullshit. What's the go. first one? Tummy the f- towel? The first one lean is back. the first one is the lean oh, back. Oh right, the right. opposite of traveling. Gonna... Yes. Okay. Helicopter. Oh yeah. Is that one? No, no or is that just, just what he says? That's just what me. Vomiting in that's just what me and the genius yeah. Doctor yeah. Drew say. Does Drew know that it's wrong <laughs> <laughs> or unusual, for as it were? No, we've never really pointed it out to him because it's just he's in those tweets. People tweet at yeah. him and at TWBS no, know, podcast, and he's very confused. We've never really talked about it because when he says it on A and D, it just. I always jump for the mic and then go, oh, no. Yeah. He has no yeah. idea. How the fuck am I going to explain this? Yeah. Right. Talk about the podcast that's about flavors or whatever? Come on. <laughs> this, is the, this is the same guy that said Rodeo Clowns. That's true. Drew did talk about Rodeo Clowns. Oh, no, no. he didn't. He said Rodeo you were, Clowns. You were on stage. No, no, no. She, she wasn't there for that show. Oh, you oh is that when I got married? Right. Yes. Have yes. a fucking excuse yeah. next time. He said, this is a show. He said Rodeo he was, Clowns. He was on stage with Eric Stone Street, who grew up on a farm, and he asked him if they had Rodeo Clowns. <laughs> and okay. he was eviscerated for it. I need to point something out, because that just reminded me of a sore subject. When I chose the date for my wedding, months ahead of time, I planned it with August to make sure that it would not coincide with any live date or anything like that. And he assured me there was no way because Adam Wood's going to be shooting his movie. And, it, you know, this is the month because there will be absolutely no live shows. And the next month there is going to be a, quote, pent-up need to get back on the road. So plan the date. You fucked that up. You should have told him, I need a show this weekend. <laughs> right. I need two shows this weekend, actually. If we could do four, that would be ideal. Yeah. Maybe in Phoenix? <laughs> so <laughs> then it turned out, not only was there multiple shows that very night, but he didn't even... And I know that he could, August couldn't have known this, right. but he didn't even sh- shoot his movie that month. The he didn't do it until later. They were going to shoot that month, though. So, yeah. it, you know, you can plan that. I mean, that as does, far, as, that far does as he knew, suck a lot. It does suck. But as far as far as he knew, of course not. Yeah, that's that was the plan. But I it's know. like that. That just that kind of shit just inevitably happens to all of us. The last time I got in serious trouble here was 
for because I committed to something nine months in advance on a night that we always have off, and then it changed. It's like, what are you going to do? And right. to take this back to last week's episode, we are talking about Gary's surprise party. The Sunday before Gary's party got the email about the Guy's Choice Awards. I know. Saying that Allison and Brian and a producer need to go to this, and my immediate thought was that Gary doesn't know that this party's for him on this Saturday. So I was trying to think of a way to ask Gary about that Saturday without giving away the party. I was gonna, and there I was, was a lot of financial motivation for me to go to do that. That was an unusual event. And yeah, and I, that, this party I was planned months in advance. Legitimately considered calling my dad and just being like, "I'm gonna be an hour late." When I got that email, I almost forwarded it to you, Matt, and was like, "Do you know about this?" But then I was like. But is there any way that Gary might see your phone or something, or even though you don't live together anymore? Like, I was worried of somehow blowing the surprise if I asked you that. But I was like, oh, but then soon thankfully, enough, you said, you yeah. thankfully, all, the scenario was that Gary, very sweet. I appreciate Gary it. thought he was going to a surprise party for his mom. So that was like high enough stakes that it never had to kind of go beyond that. But yeah. To the point. Oh, there was a fun three or four hours where I toyed with the idea in my head. And in retrospect, I'm really glad that I pussied out and made the decision that I made. But. That would have been. I don't know. I don't know how that would have worked. Like, because what the fuck would my dad have said if I called and said I'm going to be two hours late? They would have just had to. I don't know. Delay the part. I have no idea what would have happened. Yeah. Who knows? But thank you guys that all only for being so to concerned it. and helping with my surprise. That, that all happened nice. in a parallel universe, right? That thankfully this universe did not take into account. Brent Hudson says, I pour a little water into the empty shampoo or conditioner bottles so I can get a few more uses out of them. Just mirror everyone. Of course. No. I don't. It's watered down. In Definitely. fact, I take it. In fact, I take Definitely. it a step further. I have I have taken to keeping the old empty one, and when I buy a new one, I'll like pour half of it into the old one, Why? and I'll just dilute it immediately. Why do you dilute it? It it it's because half as effective. It's like when you have orange juice, do you pour water in your orange juice after it's halfway done, just because? No, but that's because I don't like the taste. I'm not tasting my shampoo. Your hair doesn't it's like still the taste my of hair half clean. shampoo. It's still soap. It's still going to clean your hands. Yeah. Have you guys noticed, though, that when you're down to just the sliver of soap, it doesn't lather very well at all? And I don't know why that is. You got to listen just to not Larry Miller surface. podcast and start putting these little soaps together. No, yeah, once I know. you get down to the sliver, you just got to set it aside to make the ultimate mega soap. That's right. What was the record? Seven? Um, he, oh, I've used way more than that. Yeah, we've, well, he, we've done the five fecta. Right, the five fecta by senior like, recall. People have come in. Yeah. And, like, they're, they're even, like, company. There was this company that... Stackable yes. soap. Yeah, made we just, soap. That just came up on my, the Jesse Thorne episode of my show, yeah, I think. That actually makes soap that for that reason. It's pretty interesting. But why doesn't it lather when it's little? I think there's just not enough surface area. Yeah. And it's, it's more prone to getting, like, stuck, like, like stopping. You can't move it as easily because you're not holding on to as much. But, oh, is wait. But then I'm not a doctor, so. Shower topic. Is that how you wash yourself? You rub the soap along your body? Is that how everyone does it? I Hold just on. rub Do you it have in a my hands. Washcloth? Hand. I have a loose no. I don't I use my hands. This has come up before. I don't use a washcloth. I know a lot of people do. Wait. Okay. At the at the risk of sounding Is there Yes. Pick Jesus. a choice. This, Do is, it. this is I You're feel like fucking in. Chris right now. Um, is there Wait, a is there a segment of society that is more prone to using washcloths? Yes. I feel like I have yes. heard a stereotype about wash, washcloths. Yes, one of our fans confirmed that Mexicans? 
Black people, right? Black people. Oh. Okay, okay, thank you. Sorry. Whenever, sorry, oh. I need to clarify no, my statement. I feel statement. so much, I feel so I much I need to better. clarify my statement. When a, a black fan said... Yes, that's, that, that's correct. Yes, okay, as yes. opposed to just one of our fans was like, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, black people didn't know. It's, no, those, I'm, it's I'm, those little cloths, like the like the square yeah. like towels, yeah. the tiny washcloth. But I also up, my husband. My, yeah, my parents. My parents. When I grew up, I was... But my thought to do that, and then I was like, "Well, yeah, I took a no. I took a shot at my friend's house, and he gave me one. And yeah, they're they're great. Yeah. This, I didn't understand why. I never understood why there's a towel bar in the shower. I was like, why? What is the point of hanging your towel in the shower? It's just going to get wet. And I think this came up Hold on stage on. in New York. And well, right, I understand the like handicap bar right. in the shower, but this is actually just a towel thing. rack. Yeah, and yeah. it's it's for washcloths, and that's when I was like, oh, am I doing it wrong? Yeah, mm. no, I don't. I don't use bar soap anymore. I use body wash and a. What, is is that a loofah? The the puff thing? thing. Yeah, but it's a male loofah. This is your super. It's, a, it's a loofah. I it's half puff, ones. half scrubber. Oh no, I yeah. don't mess around. I buy the girliest colors I can find. And I don't. You, do you <laughs> remember back on the Alice from Is Your New Best Friend Ustream show? Were you there for the episode where Corinne was like, like couldn't believe that I don't use a loofah? Loofah's. I may have ever. been because I was with, on a show with her. Because I don't. I I tried times. that. I don't I know. Just, do you use one? I do when I think about buying one, and then usually like after. I don't know how they long get gross. after like a couple weeks I'm like this is kind of nasty and then I just go back to using my hands. Yeah. So you go straight just straight like oh so you just rub your hands on your skin. I rub the soap in my hands and get a lather and then oh. I rub my skin. No, that's yeah. that can't. I mean no offense. I mean you you both smell great. You look great, but it's I I can't see that washing off. I use being body very wash though. I stopped the bar. I think you need a bars. scrub. Like and your hands don't have your Maybe palms I've don't have <laughs> enough friction. They don't have enough well, what what area are we talking about? Well, wait. What's the difference between? So, are you saying that just using the bar and rubbing that directly on your body? I don't is, like that either. I need I need the loot. I need the friction. I, I like, like I like what you're talking it's about, like, but I don't think it's necessary. Uh, the cavemen did you, not have loofahs, Chris. Yeah, yeah and they smell. I guess they didn't have soap wonderful. or showers either. That argument fell apart. <laughs> It's got to be an unusual feeling for you. Wait, yeah. a question. Are you <laughs> using the, like, the loofah thing on your Everywhere, down? Everybody. Really? That seems like it would be so rough. Everywhere. Oh, no. Oh, no. It, no, no. no? It, sensitive areas are arguably more enjoyable with a loofah. Yeah. <laughs> it, I'm and, just saying. It, it, it gives you a sense you of build, satisfaction. You build, you know you you build calluses. You're, right, you're, you're there. You have endurance. You build calluses? I don't think you're using this thing right. Chris is having major problems right now. I mean, I'm just wondering what part of my body needs the full scrub down. Because, like, my hair, I really, you know, it's my hands, but I'm, oh, you I really lather. Oh, yeah, that's... And then, like, I shave my legs, so that's doesn't get more invasive than, right. you know, taking off a layer of skin with it. Um, and then... Um, like, I think you need the washcloth or the loofah. Like, you need that kind of friction to scrub. It's like, try cleaning, like, a pan with just... Soap and water in your hands, like you. You need some like. I'm not you need, f- you need frying the, bacon on my body though. You need the steel wool. Well, yeah, that's why our lives stuck, differ. Presumably, there's nothing stuck to my body. <laughs> yeah, I hope. Oh yeah, totally. I don't know. I'm not against the loofah. I just every time I buy one, it's like three weeks later. I think it's gross, and then I don't buy another one. You know, so it's like every few months I might have one because I thought about it at the store. I just feel yeah. the bar soap doesn't do anything. It's like washing your hands without soap. Well, I mean, obviously, it's I not, use but body just, like, wash. It just doesn't, yeah. I used Doesn't to use dig. bar soap and then I switched recently. I used to use bar soap too and then one time I got a little cheap and I got the like Kirkland brand or whatever. Well, Kirkland is not cheap. Kirkland's quality. Well, whatever. I got some like non-moisturized soap and I tried to use it and I have never gone back to bar soap. 
Still mm. have 18 bars of that shit if anyone... Wait, you got some non-moisturized <laughs> soap? I guess, yeah. Like, whatever it was, like, I... I, oh, you accidentally used, bought the like bar I used soap? to use like Dove or whatever, like the bar mm, soap that they sell. And then like so I, I one day trying to get cheap, like bought something else, but I bought a shit ton of it. And oh, I took I one shower with it and I got out and it was like my like, – I tried to dry myself and my fucking towel would just like stop. And <laughs> I was like, this is not – this is not okay. Yeah. I See, I find body wash to be too harsh. I think that's my thought – My. Not, not my with thought me. about it I've, is that I've it would wa- be too – like it would dry my skin out too much. I've pressed my, bo- my body plenty with body wash and you've complimented me multiple times, even on air. Yeah. About how you smell? Yeah. And I that's the body wash. That's the body wash. Huh. I may be using body wash it? wrong. I'm not – I'm not sure. Every time I would take a shower in our old house, there was like a conversation. The directions about it. It are in the, the name. <laughs> what do you mean you use it wrong? I don't, I don't know. Like, I'm perfectly happy with it. I think I smell fine. But every time I would take a shower in our old, ho- our last house, it would make the whole house smell. Smell like, good, probably. Yeah. Though. yeah. Clean. Oh, well, then what's the problem? I don't have that, a problem. That's a two for one. I don't have a problem. I just think maybe I'm using too much or something. No. It's okay because I water it Jenny, down. Like, <laughs> believe me. Believe it's okay because I water it down. Enough. Put on more. <laughs> I like the smell of body wash, so that wouldn't bug me, I guess. Yeah, I like the smell of all those things. I'm yeah. just always convinced that it'll get – you know, Gary and I both suffer from the occasional peely palms of your hands, except that I get like mm-hmm. the peely fingers, which is so super gross, and I'm convinced that it's harsh chemicals that do it. But you only get it seasonally, right? Yeah, but I can never track it, so I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Kaylin, you've been pretty quiet in this whole conversation about soap. <laughs> mm, yeah. And it's because we're not talking about yeah, flavors what, of soap. What flavor soap? Well, I asked Chris what kind of body wash he was getting that smells so good. Oh, yeah. Oh. He just he I didn't even dove, answer. I, I, get, I get the Dove Men's off Amazon.com. Click through Allison Rosen. Yeah, but what kind? Which color? There's like the fresh clean. There's like the green. What color? One. I get the yellow. It's like a – well, the, the bottle's a dark gray. Yeah, but then, there's, like but then there's like a blue writing or a – yeah. Alan has this one. Oh, it's one. a blue. It's yeah. blue. It's blue. Okay. Yeah. That's like the fresh scent. I go green. I go yellow. I guess I'm the only dude who doesn't fucking buy Dove for men. I don't don't even know what kind of hat. I don't even use it. I don't think I buy Dove for men. I think I buy Dove for women. Try the Old Spice. It does smell. The Old Spice stuff smells great. Yeah, I think Daniel uses an Old Spice Mm -hmm. deodorant maybe or something. Well, I don't even use it anymore because I, I used to always do body wash and shampoo. And now it's just like bar soap. Maybe in my hair also, like really on like a weekend night, I'll go all out and that's yeah, about it. Yeah, they're men's like soaps where it's like it's a shampoo, a body soap, a face wash, everything all in like uh, one. Oh bottle. no, this one's just a, a regular dove yeah. hand bar. So yeah, no, and I'll I have, use it to wash my hair. No, but yeah, I have friends who wash their hair everything. with bar soap. Yeah, a lot of them. I was shocked to learn this, like in hmm. college. Let me see. Tip your head towards the window here. Why? It looks well, – because I would imagine Kayla's. that the soap would make his hair look different oh, than it does. Oh, I didn't put soap fine. in it today. Oh. <laughs> I just rinsed That's it. That's all Kayla natural. always has great hair, though. He's, I know. He does. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Saul says, I get a little nervous when I check my checking or savings account balance at the ATM or with my banking app. Yep. Sure. It depends what phase of never, life I'm in. I will in. never yeah. ask for a receipt ever. It's yeah. like, do not give me this receipt. Just give me, like, the money I'm asking for and let me walk away. Well, now it's taken to emailing me receipts, which bugs the shit out wow. of me because I walk away and 10 minutes later I get this thing. It's like, oh, here it is again. There are lots of ATM machines that will still give you the receipt even if you say no. Or at least in my, in my experience it is. And it's, it, it just, it, it's an instant, it, instantly depressing. Do you, ever, do you ever look at like if you see like a, a bunch of crumpled receipts around, around your ATM? 
take a look at those. See what their balances are. Yeah, yeah sometimes. Yeah, See how you're doing in life. <laughs> I found yeah. It's usually depressing. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's always terrible. depressing. I found one in Alice in my uh, home neighborhood with a checking account with seven figures in it. Jesus. Oh, really? It wasn't low seven figures either. It was like five or six. Whoa. Wow. Oh, my God. And I've never seen amazing. that. checking account. I don't think you're supposed to keep that much money in no. one place. No, definitely not. Yeah, how much does uh, wh- a checking account is not giving you nearly the return on that amount of money that you should no. be getting? Yeah, right. yeah. I, I'm sorry, I'm stunned into silence. <laughs> I asked my friend who's a who's a, a bank teller, like, so you see everybody's accounts, like how much money they they have when they come up to you. And he's like, oh yeah, I see everything. Wow, and that's just that's like the the shopping cart thing. Like, oh, you're judging me. Like, don't, whenever I talk to a bank teller, you know. I wonder if the only people who leave their receipts crumpled up by the ATM are people who have gigantic accounts. Super confident. Usually when I I see it, it, it's not. You know, I'm always like, for a long time, I've been nervous about like knowing that what your friend does like and how that's definitely the reality. And I had a very weird moment where I felt good for a second and then I felt really bad last time I was at the bank because the guy in front of me was flipping out over the fact that the $20 check he had just deposited wasn't available and he like needed the money. And I was like, shit, this guy's not going to be judging me when I get up there. And I was like happy about that for a second. And then I was like, this guy needs 20 bucks. Like, fuck, I'm an asshole for thinking about myself. And then I didn't do anything. But in an alternate universe, <laughs> you're not. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Hitting on a bank teller, like a female bank teller, must be like really difficult for, mm-hmm. for dudes just because they already know. Like, I feel. It's not the kind of girl that I'm interested in, Chris. Well, yeah, me me neither. It's all personality. What's going on? Is your girlfriend a bank teller? No, no. I've been hit on by bank tellers a couple times. Oh, really? Mm. Yeah. Like, it's weird. Like, I don't... What are their their lines? What are their moves? I've probably been hit on four times in my entire life, and both of these guys were bank tellers. Guys! Oh, that was not... No, idiots. I was playing on your joke. Thank you. Oh, because I I really get hit on. We got weirdly on, but too I've, excited by that. I've been I don't hit know why that was so like thrilling. <laughs> I want to watch some gay banker porn featuring Gary. Oh wow! <laughs> okay, I'd like Chris- to make a deposit. <laughs> yeah, there you Jason go. Dix, get on that. Jason Dix, I know where to tweet you. Don't fucking do that. Christina says, just me or everyone. For some reason, I get more annoyed than I should when people pronounce the Sopranos wrong. In, yeah. Which I just did. It's Sopranos. Ah, not Anne. Well, is that true? Is it? Thank you. That's Hold what on. I'm wondering. I mean, I think that the singer, like a soprano, I think that's how you pronounce it. But that's a fucking name. It's I, up to whoever made that show up to decide how you pronounce I, it. I would pronounce the singer a soprano. Soprano. Yeah, I think. I, I, either way is fine. I mean, soprano. Bass, yeah, I would so, say so, soprano. See, they have Frank. a New Jersey accent, so yeah. I think that right. they like. I think that I'm trying to think. I can imagine I'd say soprano. Edith, yeah, that's how I say it and too. I've been in like, we'll have to figure out how they say it. Soprano. I, I think, think like they would the say Italian accent. Right, soprano. But that's everything. But do you say is, Mexico? Yeah, yeah it's a, like. No, we say Mexico. Or no, they say soprano. 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 Like that. <laughs> Isn't Jeez. that how they say it? it that's how Fran Drescher says it. <laughs> <laughs> but that's how Edie Falco sounds on that show. It is Edie Falco, right? Yeah. Yep. Like, I don't like know. imagine her saying Meadow Soprano. Would it be soprano? No, Tony it's like, would say soprano. Oh, oh what? Uh, oh, you play the sax? Yeah, I play. Yeah. I play the soprano saxophone. No, you, that sounds weird. Soprano. Are we Who on that, that website again? <laughs> yeah, it's the same <laughs> pronunciation <laughs> website that I'm trusting with. Well, now I have to go with that because I want Gary to be wrong so badly. <laughs> yeah, I know. So, uh, now so, it is right, so soprano. Huh? 
I didn't know that. Let's hear it again. Soprano. <laughs> Soprano. Soprano. Yeah. Is this a human saying it? Soprano. Soprano. I don't know. I, I made it sound different than it sounded. All right, I guess we're wrong. I can't, I'm not okay with that. I didn't know that. that. feels different. I, don't, I, think, wanted I, to I don't think we're wrong. Because we have well, the majority in the room. But we're right about grocery? Yeah, because we have the majority in the room. Right. Okay. Oh, that's how we're just, that's a very scientific way to decide yep. it. Okay. I think the I argument think, was never about the word grocery. It's about grocer. Grocer. You think they're grocer. different? <laughs> like grocer, like as in like kosher. No, like as in like the guy who works at the grocery. No, but I mean by saying uh, like <laughs> yes, like it rhymes the, with kosher. It rhymes with kosher. Like <laughs> like drawer rhymes with thrower. Like the yep. way I say it. That's right. Grocer and kosher. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No. I feel like I've Grocer. said it both ways. Here I am, like I've saying this. I have ways. no say in this. It, I mispronounce every. Other You're word. one fourth of the jury that decides all, Chris. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Well, then. People on the north of the window. <laughs> yeah, what, right. Me and Kaylin are chopped liver. What the fuck are you talking about? One fourth. You guys are the wildlings, man. <laughs> Stay there, back behind the wall. <laughs> fucking eat you like I'm it's a White Walker. <laughs> it's a lot of Game of Thrones yeah. references. <laughs> I don't get that. You lost me there. It's all for Kaylin. <laughs> tell, us, tell us coffee bean friends now what we talk about. <laughs> you know what you guys He's need? He's a Lannister. What do we need? I need to be smooth and hairless. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For your bank so film I can, coming so up. So I can get in on that bank action and get my <laughs> deposit. Yeah, well, the way that you can do that is with the No-No Pro. You've heard me talk about the No-No. Well, the No-No Pro is even stronger and more effective. It's 35% stronger than the No-No, and it works on all skin types, all hair colors, safe and effective for both men and women. And I love it because it is super easy to use. It's just a little portable electronic device. You glide it along your skin, and uh, it doesn't hurt at all. It's absolutely painless. Well, I, I don't even feel it when I use it, um, and I don't think you will either. And uh, the more you use it, the less you need to use it. You get weeks of long-lasting results. And the Nono Pro removes coarse and thick hair even more effectively than ever before, so it's an especially good choice for guys. There's an exclusive offer for you guys, my listeners. You get the Nono Pro device, an exclusive facial kit, travel case, which is very snazzy. If you order online, you get a free gift card. The entire purchase is packed by Nono's. The entire purchase is backed by Nono's triple guarantee. If you're not 100% satisfied, they'll refund the purchase price, refund the shipping, and even pay for you to ship it back to them so you don't risk a penny to try Nono today. Call for details. Terms and conditions may apply. And here's how you get the exclusive offer for you guys. Go to nonoprobestfriend.com or call 800-336-1665. Again, that's nonoprobestfriend.com or call 800-336-1665. Okay. All right. All right. Thank you guys so much for being on the show. Thanks for Thank having you. us. Thank um, you. And I got in there first. you did. You can follow. Thank oh, you wait. for having us. <laughs> Too late. Thank you. But who you were going to say who uh, the website yeah. that you were listening to? I, uh, I mean, the podcast. I should have looked up exactly <laughs> what the guest name is. I'm going to uh, let me guess to see if I'm right. You're going to be right. Go ahead. It's either Duncan or Pete. It is Pete. It's Holmes. Pete. Uh, yes, Pete Holmes had a theoretical physicist who I think his name was Brian Green, but I'm looking. But if, if you look at no, <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> that would After be amazing. now two one zero decided to study string theory. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this, he had this guy on who's a theoretical physicist, and uh, he they talked for an hour and a half, not exclusively about string theory, but about a lot of the all that shit and this guy was very interesting and obviously he's a he's a professor at uh, one of the Ivy League schools and he was obviously just you know very good at at talking about 
this in a way that was relatable. So if you have any interest in – and that's just a great show in general. So yeah. after you're done listening to this, that's a good one to check out. Um, his name is Brian Green. Yeah. You know what? Oh, is- he, yeah. I read a book in college and had to write a paper on it, and it was super confusing. He's like the – He's like top the master it. the yeah oh yeah. wow well, that's the a good Yoda of Pete yeah yeah he's yeah. he's it and that it's, it was a very interesting episode. Side note: Do you know who Joe DeRosa is? Yeah, mm-hmm. he has a podcast. Yeah, um, and he just had Michael Rosas. Really? On. Yes, Michael Rosas, who's my friend from Orange County, musician who I've been I've known forever. Um, who and you've heard on certain episodes of this show? Yeah, he played at two different live episodes. Um, that we did at Nerd Melt. One coincidentally featuring Pete Holmes. Exactly. So I was like, oh, well, I must be, the, you know, somehow this has to do, <laughs> I'm revealing the most unflattering part of the discovery that Michael Rosas was on Joe Rosas' podcast. But I was like, what a crazy small world. That he, maybe he heard him at the show that where I had him on with Pete because, you know, Joe Rosa and Pete are friends and Joe Rosa wrote on Pete's show. Someone's fondleering. Oh, you okay? Oh no, yeah. it's okay. I'm just seeing if you're okay. I'm fine. I thought my mic was closed. My bad. Oh no problem. Oh. Um. Anyway, though, no. So I was talking to Mike about it, and he met Joe back in '96, and like they, Joe has sort of followed his career since then. But anyway, it's I, I was so excited over the small world aspect of it. Um. Yeah. So anyway, so I feel like we should get Joe on this podcast so that we can just sit there and talk about Mike or Michael as he goes by. Is he LA based? You know. Joe DeRosa? Yeah. I'm pretty sure he is, but I'm cool. not 100% sure. I know a guy who knows him, so we'll get into it. Excellent. Okay. You can follow me on Twitter at Allison Rosen. You can follow the show's Twitter feed at A-R-I-Y-M-B-F. We have a ringtone available, which I should have told you before. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. Get that by searching Hey, Go Fuck Yourself on your iPhone in the iTunes store. We have two bonus episodes available with Doug Benson and Matt Costa and with Doug Benson and Greg Proops. And a lot of the Thursday gangs on the Matt Costa episode. Um, and you can get those in the comedy album section of the iTunes store. Follow Gary on Twitter at G Patrick Smith for Matt. Go to therewillbespoilers.com. This week's episode, there will be stupid pop songs that are actually smart. I have a friend of mine from high school who's like a musical savant and he studies music theory. And he was on my show with his keyboard and uh, his musical accompaniment. It's a great episode. Nice. I love that. Chris? Um, check out Gary's new film coming out, The Spank Bank, uh, directed by Jason Dix. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> nice. Jenna? Um, check out uh, – yeah, go to Amazon through Allison's website and search my name and check out my DVD. Uh, sorry, Hashtag not sorry. sorry is what it's sorry. called. Yeah. Yes. yes. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm just realizing that we could actually make a little link. And then oh, link, yeah. you know, I'll just, you know what, I will, I'll link it in the show write-up. But still, okay. if you're hearing this and you're not at the show write-up, um, yeah, do that, what Jenna just said. That'll be great. And Kaylin? Yeah, don't worry about me. All right. <laughs> so Wait, cool. we wanted Kaylin to say bye, though, right? Bye, Kaylin. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you guys so much for doing the show, and thank you guys for listening. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know? We had a good time, but now we gotta go. Thank you for choosing the Alice and Rosen show. Those good times don't
Thanks for listening to the show, everyone. Just as a reminder, this episode is brought to you by NoNo. To get your NoNo and take advantage of the exclusive offer for my listeners, go to nonobestfriend.com or call 800-508-4815. That's nonobestfriend.com or call 800-508-4815.